Hey, I'm Carly. And I'm Sadie. Welcome Welcome to to our mom club. We love a good juicy story time with each other. And now we're bringing you into the club. So grab your favorite after the kids are in bed snack. And your caffeinated beverage of choice. I've got my water. (laughs) Because we know I'm not going to make it through this without my Dr. Pepper. And start your commute from the crib to that pile of laundry you've got and start folding. Because we're starting a new episode of the The Crib Crib Commute Commute Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm Carly. I'm Sadie. And we're just excited to be here. We're happy to be here. Super stoked. What am I doing? This is, oh gosh. It's I don't know why sometimes I feel like, so like Sadie and I switch off like doing the like welcome to the podcast thing. And I feel like sometimes it just seems so natural for me to just like, hey, like this is what I'm going to say. And other times I'm like, welcome. And now welcome I literally the podcast. don't know what else to say. We didn't write anything else on our outline. So that's yeah. all I'm going to say. So that's all yeah, you no, get. I get the same way. But also sometimes too, I feel like it's better when it's just like free flowing. Yeah, totally. But other times it's like, oh, I, I, got, I, got I in my didn't brain. know what to say. <laughs> but um, it has been a while since we've done life updates. Yeah, it is. What's going on, Sadie? So we actually have a few big life updates. Um, my kids are have well. By the time this airs, they definitely have started tumbling, which so we're really excited about. So uh, what are they doing with tum- like? Are they in the same class? Is it like? different oh fun no so berkeley is in her own class and charlie is in a mommy and me class cute so i think it's going to be a lot like the little gym that you in boston i'm sure do yeah but yeah berkeley's going by herself and i like we've talked about it and i've been like you (laughs) you have to go by yourself and she's like okay like which she says like okay like she goes literally anywhere by herself she like won't even go to nursery by or sunbeams by herself oh, no. so I'm like, yeah like we'll see how this, this is goes interesting but we've it'll also be talked good about- for her though yeah 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 i yeah. think it'll be great um but yeah so they do that and then berkeley is also starting preschool <laughs> so crazy yeah it, how it's many insane. like days and hours is she going so she's going Two days a week, and it's from twelve thirty to three, so like two and a half hours. Oh, nice! Yeah, is she excited about it? Yeah, she like keeps talking about like, oh, I'm gonna go to school, um, and like we bought her some school clothes because cute. You know, and I mean, she was obviously, like, yeah, yeah, obviously. And she was like, "Mom, these are my school clothes," and like every time Aww. she puts them on, like she'll be like, "Mom, I need to wear some school pants. I need to wear cute. my school shirt." And it's just so I cute. I just love three year olds. So mm-hmm. much. So cute. They're That'll so fun. be so fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Um go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it we're really excited for her. I think it'll be like exactly what she needs because I feel like she's getting to that point where she like really tests us in like yeah. how far can I go? What's the limit sure. here? Yeah. And it's just getting to the point where we're like, you really need like another adult that you're supposed to listen to because yeah and i also think it really helps when kids have something that they're doing for themselves yeah 
And they understand like, oh, this is like my thing. Like preschool is my thing and Mm -hmm. tumbling is my thing. Mm -hmm. And then I think when they come back home, it helps to kind of like regulate themselves a little bit. Also, tumbling will be nice because they're getting so much energy out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super nice. Really That's excited. so fun. Um, yeah, what about Boston's, you? Boston's going to start preschool too, which is <gasps> so crazy. I can't believe I that. know. I can't believe it either. It's weird. So I, I've been looking at preschools for a while. And so since Boston's birthday is in September, mm-hmm. he will be three in September. Yeah. And he uh, – like what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, never mind. But he's just somebody that like is extremely social and mm-hmm. he loves to learn. And I was like, I hate that he just like barely misses the cutoff. So I'm just going to put him in preschool now and he'll just end up doing three years of it because of the yeah. way his birthday is. But I also didn't want to just like put him in a preschool with like a bunch of other three and four year olds. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted it anyway. I found one that is geared, and it's only for kids that turn three between September and December. So they're oh. all going to be in that little age. They will all do three years of preschool, and uh, it has like a tumbling class in it. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited because I wanted something that he could do that would like help get his energy out and was extremely play-based. And like, I'm like, I know he's going to have a ton of time to learn. Yeah. Especially with three years. So I didn't want to put him in something and then have it be like, all right, well, you're going to learn the exact same thing next year now that you're three. And now that, you know, and so I'm hoping that it'll be really good. I'm excited. His is just two days a week for two hours. It's like a little bit shorter because Mm – like it's for younger kids, but yeah, I'm excited. But I mean, I was texting you the other day. I was yeah. like, I did not think that I was going to be the parent that would like feel sad about it in a way, but I kind yeah. of am sad about it. It's mm-hmm. like weird. I know that this is going to be so good. And he's saying like, he's so excited. He keeps saying, when I turn three, I get to go to preschool. And I can't wait to go to preschool and they have trains and they have cars Aww. and it'll be so fun. And like, so I know he's like really excited and yeah. I know he's going to like thrive, which is why I'm like, why I decided to put him in. But mm-hmm. now that it's getting closer, I'm like, wait, I, do I'm I want to be away for you for yeah. two hours? Yeah. Which is funny because like I work and so yeah. – I'm away from him when I work and but I feel like it's I different. also like yeah I'm like I get babysitters frequently like I'm a babysitter snob I use them all the time and yeah. for some reason this feels different because I'm like you are leaving me to go do your thing mm-hmm. not me leaving you to do my thing and it feels so mm-hmm. weird yeah but I'm really excited and I think it'll be good um and like you were saying too when we were texting, like, it'll be good for like you and Charlie or like me and Memphis. And I am really (laughs) excited about that. Yeah. Um, Just to like have some more like one-on-one time with them, but also Mm -hmm. like Memphis is so much easier 
to yeah. like do his own little thing than Boston. So I'm like, man, the amount of stuff I'll be able to get done with just one kid at home that will independently play and yeah. wants that. Like the other yeah, day I was trying to want like, me to play with him. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to play with Memphis. I was like, hey, like, oh, you were like, he was playing with blocks or something. And I like went over to try and play and he just stared at me, stood up and like walked to the other side of the room and like started <laughs> playing with something else. And Boston was like, mom, here's a car. Hey mom, here's this. And I was just yeah. like, hey, but I'm like trying to play with Memphis. And I was like, why? Memphis doesn't want to play with me right to. now. Like just do yeah. your thing and fine boss, we can play cars. Mm-hmm. But so I think it'll be really yeah. fun. Yeah, one thing I have been thinking about a lot, and I can't think about it too much because, like, then I like second guess my decision to send Berkeley to preschool slash uh-huh. out into the world. Is I'm like, she's gonna get her feelings hurt and yeah. like have to deal with that on her own, and like that just makes me so sad. I because know. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do you, it. Yeah, you don't, like, want them to have those struggles. Yeah, you, like, want to protect them, but I'm, like, I know she will love it, and I know it'll be so good for her, but, like, it's just thinking about her, like, having a hard day, like, yeah, mm, I know, and not being the one that gets to help them through it either, Mm -hmm. right? Which is so hard. hard. I know, and I even just think about how weird it will be to, like, not have that, like, little shadow Mm-hmm. Especially because a lot of times the oldest one is so like clingy and mm-hmm. it's like, play with me, play with me. I'm like, wait, no one's going to be like following me around all day, like being my little yeah. buddy. Yeah. What? It's like, crazy. It was- oh, anyway. So we're excited about that. That's a excited but scared. We're up to. Yeah. He's also <laughs> starting soccer and oh. he's like actually doing like, like, competitive soccer yeah not competitive but like a team where they actually like play games so i'm very intrigued to see how he does with that um i signed him up for the like technically he would be in the like under three class but i signed Mm -hmm. him up for the under four since he he'll be turning so close and his friends were all in that one Mm, so but I'm excited. I got his like schedule today and I'm like, I can't believe that you're like you're all grown mom. up. You're all grown up, kid. And yeah, I'm a soccer mom now. So I'm yeah, excited about that. Oh. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, should we get into these hometown scandals? That's what our episode is about today. Yeah. Carly, do you have any scandals? I don't. I'm so <laughs> sick of saying I don't have a story. <laughs> Carly, what you need to do is you need to just find a story on Reddit and be like, okay, I got this story. I got this story, and, you guys. And you just have read it. No this idea. is insane. I even Googled, like, so I'm from Murray, Utah. I Googled, like, Murray, Utah hometown scandals, and I couldn't find oh. any. It's not from Murray, but it's really, it's West Jordan. You could talk about the cold podcast, girl. Susan Powell. Josh oh, Powell. that's true. That's true. That happened right in your backyard. That is true. That was pretty close. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you just gotta like listen to the their podcast. It'd be yeah. way better than anything I could say. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, also, it's what insane. about you? Any hometown okay. scandals? Okay, so mine's not a hometown scandal. I mean, it's somebody's hometown, but it's not my hometown. <laughs> okay, it just happened on my mission. Also, I was thinking about it. There are so many mission scandals. I feel like <laughs> we just I need to do a mission story at this point because. I could this fill an entire episode. Up. 
with crazy mission stories. But also, I feel like a lot of the times there's like mission folklore, you know, like oh, yeah. somebody's heard from somebody that this so, happened. Yeah. This story is true. I know okay. it because it happened in my very first stake and they were still talking about it. It was like a little bit before I got there. Okay. But they were like still talking about it because it was that intense. Okay. So the scandal. Okay. The stake president and his wife randomly got divorced and they had to get a whole okay. new stake presidency because of it. The reason for the divorce? One of oh, the no. missionaries was having an affair with the stake president's wife. Huh? Whoa. Right? Like, just so many what? things wrong with that. Yeah. So many things. Like, okay, why is this like why is the wife having an affair anyway, right? Right. First eh, step one. Why? Two. Why is the missionary deciding to doing go it. have yeah with why is missionary the doing stake it? president's wife of all people? Three. Also, that's probably like an age a pretty big age gap. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like at least, what, and, 20 years? 30 years? Oh, could be your mother. Oh. Like. Oh, no. Don't like it. Don't like it. Uh-uh. Third, how? Like, I've said how, how many times, yeah. but like, how? But for reals, like, how? How? I have said this a few times to like, in like random conversations, but I was like, if somebody came on to me in like a sexual way, I would be like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. I'm married, you weirdo. Oh. Yeah. Like, and if a kid. Oh, yeah. No. A missionary, Uh -uh. I'd be like. Like, even more of a, uh uh-uh. I would be like, like, if I'm having an affair, it's not with you. Yeah. 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 Ooh. And it. Yeah, that's. But how does that work? Like, I mean, does, is the missionary just like sneaking off? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Weird, 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 weird. weird. That's that's a good story. That's crazy. That's a good one. Honestly, give me give me all the tea. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. When I was a freshman (sighs) in high school, I took a photography class as one of my electives. My best friend and I sat right in front of two senior boys. One day, they somehow brought up the topic of my boobs. They kept saying that they were fake. There's no way they could be that big. I started to get irritated, saying they are not fake. Why would they be as a freshman in high school? They said, then prove it. I said, no. They replied with, see, then they must be fake. If you were telling the truth, it wouldn't be so hard for you to just prove it. What a bunch of idiots. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I said, okay, then you don't have to believe me. So then they said to come look at their project and asked if I had any recommendations to change anything. When I got back there, it was just a big old picture of a chicken on a screen. They said, okay, now that you're back here alone with us, no one else can see. Prove it. I said, no, I am not freaking showing you my boobs. So they just kept calling me chicken bark, 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 for weeks. One of them even caught me in the hall during seminary when I was heading to the bathroom and hoaxed me into a hug, which led to him grabbing my hand and putting it onto his bare stomach and tried pushing it down into his pants. No, thanks. That is awful. That is awful. Grounds for jail. Like, I I mean, I really hope that you said something, but I mean, that's like in the past, so it doesn't matter what you did, but 
That is Insane. terrible of them. Yeah. Whew. See, high school Gosh. boys are the worst. Yeah, They're for reals. Okay, this one said, I found out how common it was for people to ditch class in seminary to go have sex in empty classrooms at the church and in cars. <laughs> like, what? In the church? Oh, I did hear a story of somebody getting pregnant on Trek. No. Yeah. I don't know if that was in my stink or. Yeah. And uh, what I also heard one of the reasons. So the University of Utah used to have a like fraternity and sorority for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And one, it got like disbanded after about a year of me being in it. But I heard that one of the reasons is because one of the fraternities and one of the sororities went on a boating trip together to like Lake Powell or something. And one of the girls came back pregnant and they were just like, oh, we can't like have these, which I'm like, I wasn't like the church's fault or anything. Yeah. You know, or even the like sororities and fraternities that could have happened to any groups of people like getting together, yeah. but Whoops. crazy. Whoops. All right. This Whoops. says, I didn't live here when it happened, but it was a big scandal. My parents got divorced and my dad moved back to his hometown. He then started dating his cousin's ex-wife. She also happens to be the lady his little brother had two affairs with. Then they ran away to Vegas and eloped. I found out a month later through my cousins. It really was a big small town scandal. She found out her dad got married from her cousins? I guess. That's insane. Yeah, because her parents got It was a small town scandal, but like, that's a family scandal, my my girl. Like, that was your family. But also, like, crazy that it was big enough of a deal that it turned into a hometown scandal. Mm -hmm. So he started dating his cousin's ex-wife. Okay. But also his little brother had had two affairs with. She just kept it in the family. Ooh, absolutely. That's that's <laughs> wild. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the next few are some stories that we found on Reddit uh, because everybody loves a good Reddit story. Oh, yeah. And these are also hometown scandals from Reddit. So okay. it says, a student teacher brought a girl home from the local bar on a Friday night. His first day of student teaching the next Monday – had the same girl in his class. She was in the ninth grade. I feel like this is pretty little liars. This Could is be. like legit. They're bamboo- bamboo- bamboozling us. Beca- well, it's funny too Reddit. because I started reading Pretty Little Liars recently. Oh, and so I yeah, think yeah. that's like even more like why it's on my brain. Yeah. He wasn't a student teacher though. He was like going to mm. be the new English teacher. Mm. That's got to be it. Like, there's no way that actually really happened, is it? I mean, it could. It very I well mean, could. It's true. You never know. But, I mean, Ari and Ezra right there <laughs> for all mm-hmm. my PLL fans. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm from the town of Mount Vernon, New Hampshire, with less than 3,000 population. About a year and a half ago, four high school students from various local high schools, but no one who actually lived in Mount Vernon, broke into a house Killed a woman with a machete, <gasps> slashed her 11 year old daughter's throat. <gasps> she survived. What? 
and just left. Wow. It wasn't burglary. It was just cold-blooded murder for the purpose of cold-blooded murder. Straight out of, oh, how do you say this? Doc- Dos- Doskiet. Doskiet. Doskietsky. <laughs> Thanks, Sadie. I clearly Crime can say punishment. it. <laughs> I know I've heard it. But anyway, the only happy ending with this story is that they've all been caught. They're seeking the death penalty for the ringleader. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I also went to high school with the guy who ultimately tipped the police off. The murderers were bragging to his friends. He was the most unexpected hero I could have ever imagined. It became a state and region-wide story. When I tell people in New England where I'm from now, nine times out of 10, the story comes up. Mm. I mean, that's like a pretty crazy hometown scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when I it's just a small can't town. I imagine. Yeah. Just like that some high school kids are like, oh, let's just do this today. Yeah. Why not? And then come back and brag to our friends about it. Like, uh, excuse me. First off, why are you no. bragging about it? But also, yeah. you idiots. Yeah. I mean, you're clearly Again, stupid because of what you're doing, but. Whew. So that last line reminded me of my hometown. Uh-huh. So my hometown is Bunkerville, Nevada. And if you remember, I mean, you probably don't because it's really not that big of a deal. But back in 2013, there was like a big standoff between uh, like this family from a town really, really close to Bunkerville. But they said Bunkerville on the news and like the FBI slash BLM and like. Guns were involved. It was insane over. That's crazy. Stupid stuff. Yeah. I was on my mission at the time and I had like gone to a new area and I was like, they were like, hey, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Bunkerville, Nevada. And they were like, your town's on the news. And I was like, "Mm, probably not. Like, you're like, no, doubt it. The 10 of us that live there have nothing interesting to. Can't, can't be real. And they were like, no, you guys are like, you know this family, and I was like, I "Sure do." They were like, "Yeah, they're being crazy right now." And oh my gosh, that's yep. crazy. And honestly, at that point, I literally like stopped telling people where you were from because I, I was like, "I don't want to talk about it." Yeah, like we don't need to bring this up. Yeah, it was like so awkward, but yeah, that's crazy. And, and it is crazy because like it still kind of like divides the town. Really? Like, yeah, it's wild. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This next one says – oh, I had to do some research on this one, by the way. So Okay. This one says, I went to high school with Chandra Levy. So Chandra Levy is the victim of an unsolved homicide case, and I'm pretty sure it's oh, called. okay. So okay. she went to high school with that girl. The second thing is that my sister lives one block away from the house of Scott and Lacey Peterson which is also a true crime case if you are mm. a crime junkie. And George Lucas filmed American American Graffiti there. So Interesting. Yeah, I mean, what's going on in that town? it would be really crazy if you went to high school or were in a town where something like this happened. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be really wild. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because, like, I've had a few kids from my grade, like, pass away since oh, we yeah. – and like since we graduated, and it's like yeah. so weird 
to think about and yeah. like to have somebody like be straight up murdered but yeah like to have it be like an unsolved homicide case that's crazy mm-hmm. i would i would probably get pretty deep into like oh 100% reading all be, about it and like staying up to date on all this like stuff yeah nobody's business yeah crazy yeah also i feel like we have listeners that are from idaho i know we have listeners from idaho my aunt's from idaho but uh we uh didn't have anybody talk about the brandon and Lori vallow oh that's so true nobody's from that that that's part. true that that, that that whole thing that, and now i feel like was all over my it's true but for a while there was all over my instagram like anybody from oh, idaho yeah. was like sharing the updates Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, so this, this is, is the last story. one. Yeah. <laughs> High school band teacher had sex with a student multiple times throughout <gasps> the school year at the school. Oh my gosh. He was engaged to another teacher at the same school and they're still getting married. Girl, you can do yeah. better than that. Absolutely. You can do better than Have that. Have some self-respect. Do you think she know? Oh, she's got to know. I mean, right, if these people know, right? Yeah, she has to know. Oh my <clears throat> gosh! Also, why isn't that band teacher going to prison? Oh, absolutely, prison for yeah, a long time. Weird. Yeah, that's a really good point. I need that's more details. For sure, for sure, a felony. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> well. Yeah. That's another one. Okay, sorry. I'm going to just get on a little tangent here. So I watched a show called – I don't remember what it's called. I'll find it and link it. <laughs> okay. But it's about – it's like a documentary about a girl who she was, like, groomed by a teacher and, like, had sex Ugh. with him and whatnot. And, like, she talks about all of, like, the trauma and, like, all of the, oh. like, manipulation and everything I'm that sure. went into it. And – like how it's like ruined her life since then because yeah obviously when people find oh. out that you're the kid sleeping with the teacher like yeah that's hmm. so sad oh yeah it's so sad and um i just like every time i hear stories about this i'm like it's kind of like the missionary thing it's like how did that yeah. even come up yeah you know like yeah what? it's so but also like they were doing it at the school. Right. I would be way too scared to be caught. Oh, so, like what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Oh, it's just there's just so many things that I'm like, I just, I've obviously like never been in their shoes, so I just yeah. do not understand. You know, like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Those are crazy. Absolutely crazy. crazy. Yeah. And I feel like we should do this episode again because I feel like, again, now that people have heard some, they're going to be like, like, oh, "Oh, this story happened in my hometown. For sure. Yeah. It would even be fun if you and I even just found like one or two of our favorite like true crime stories and just like Mm -hmm. shared about them. Because I Mm -hmm. love like true crime stuff. I haven't oh. gotten into it as much like lately, but that's what really put me, got me into podcasts mm-hmm. was, do you remember, oh my gosh, what was it called? Crime Junkie? No. 
uh, uh, Anon Saeed or whatever his oh, name was. Yes. What was that uh, one? Serial. Serial. Yep. Kyle and I would listen to that and we were so invested. We would like just keep driving the neighborhood to finish the episode and then like go home and park the car because it was like, I, I can't not listen to this. Like I have mm-hmm. to finish it. But mm-hmm. anyway, so we went through, I feel like it was that. And that was at the time when making a murderer came out. Did you ever watch that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like there was quite a few like true crime Big true stuff crime. comes at, like coming out around that time. And I got really into mm-hmm. it, but I haven't recently, but it would be fun to revisit some of those. I, so when I worked at the movie theater recently, yeah. that was my, uh, Oh, you just listen to. I listened to true crime, and I had to stop because I freaked myself out and like alone in the movie theaters. I was going to say I don't think I could do that alone in a movie theater. But I listened to Cold Season Three, and I was like, literally, my jaw was just on the floor, and I was like, I cannot believe this. Like, yeah. And oh my gosh, when did Season Three come out? Um, recently. It's recent, yeah. I think Last I must have unfollowed two. that because I listened to season one and two. Yeah, I, it's so not on my thing, so I must have. Interesting. I'll and have to go find it. Season three. If you have listened to season two, yeah. season three like references it a lot. And so, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I'll have to go look into yeah. it. It's, it's true crime, man. It's either too scary or I'm like I can't get enough of this stuff. Yeah, I, but I it has to, to be in, like the right setting, the right time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like with the right people on a nice Wednesday. Yeah, super sunny. I'm yeah. I'm just driving, you know, to pick up some groceries. No, really, actually, okay. I have a really funny story. When I right after Parker and I got married, this was like one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Okay. Did you ever hear the story about the girl in Salt Lake? She started fight like a girl. Oh, yes. Free, uh-huh. free something yeah. or other. Uh-huh. So anyway, so her story basically in a nutshell is that she and her sister moved into a house in Salt Lake City and they like one night were getting ready for bed and her window was open. And she was like, I never left my window open because I was so paranoid. She's like, I left my window open a little bit and was like, oh, I need to remember to close that. As she was like getting ready for bed, this man, literal man oh. is in her window and is like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, what? And he like came into her room, came into the house and was like, yeah. I'm going to kill you. Don't make a noise because I know your sister's downstairs and I will kill her too. And anyway, the moral of the story, they fight, 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 yeah. fight. She fights this guy. Her sister runs out of the house, like screaming like a banshee, begging people yeah. to come. Yeah. A cop that's off duty hears and is like, what's going on? And she's like, my sister is being beat up by this man who's going to kill her. Like, I need you to come. So the cop comes, shoots the guy, kills him. Crazy. Insane. Yeah. Like. It really is such a crazy story. Wildest story ever. And anyway, her whole thing is about how most people don't fight back. And that's what what kills them, essentially. And her and her sister fighting back was what saved them. So anyway. Right after we got married, I listened to this podcast. I was alone because Parker oh. was at work. I was uh-uh. terrified. Uh-uh. I went 
And I sat in our bedroom, which was the farthest room from the door, uh-huh. turned on the lights, like all the lights were on, oh. sat in the bedroom with my back against the wall. And I just, oh. I was there for hours. Just so scared. <laughs> just waiting for I mean, for I don't blame you. Yeah, I was absolutely mortified. Oh. But Parker came home and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I listened to a podcast and it was really scary. And I'm just waiting. I was just waiting for you to go home. I'm just waiting to die. I'm just waiting to die. I didn't want to have anybody come in our house and I didn't know what to do. Oh. Um, I feel even without listening to like crazy podcast episodes, I still get freaked out when I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. Like, especially like at night. Like when Kyle had young men's camp last week, Mm -hmm. I was freaked out. I didn't want to go to sleep by myself. I'm like, double checking all the doors and everything mm-hmm. i'm just like ugh. You just carly creepy. i have thought of so many hometown scandal hometown scandals really? in the salt lake area since we started this <laughs> podcast the other one i mean this isn't really a scandal i mean it's a scandal but it's not a scandal but like elizabeth yeah. smart happened in that's salt true. lake that's true that that literally rocked my world i think that's oh, when my I anxiety think, started i think it rocked everybody like our age world Mm-hmm. Because I was, I knew for sure I was going to get kidnapped. Like oh, I was like sure. just waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing I think that made it hard for like my parents or like parents in general yeah. is like my mom was like, our home is a safe place. Like, yeah. We're safe in our home. And then she got kidnapped from her, from home, her home. And I was like, yeah, well, nowhere is safe. Like, no. Yeah nowhere nowhere and yeah that it, that's definitely where my anxiety started i started oh, like for sure like little trinkets that were glass next to my window so that i could throw them and break them on the ground and make lots of noise if an intruder were to come into my room i had a baseball bat <laughs> under my bed i like i was pretty yeah, you were so prepared so listen to how stupid this is and i can't believe i'm actually sharing this because this is so embarrassing I too was extremely scared and I had this fear that I was going to get kidnapped and I was going to be in such shock that I would not be able to scream and tell people that I was there. Super real. Super. I loved listening to Broadway music, Les Mis being one of them. There is one song where the girl screams. I don't remember it now, but I have memorized what part on that cd she screamed (laughs) for some reason in my head i thought this man would come try to kidnap me i would have time to turn on my cd player go to that song so that everybody in the house could hear a scream them scream for me wow you were prepared so dumb prepared yeah yeah. Back and I'm like, oh, poor Carly. Poor, poor little Carly. She had no clue what was she was she was thinking of something. Yeah, she something. was trying, trying, but really missing the mark on that one. Yeah. No, I well, okay. So my parent my parents, my grandparents live in the avenues, which is oh, yeah. like down the street uh-huh. from where she lived. I was terrified. Oh terrified. Yeah at her house because i was like, like i'm gonna die yeah like somebody's gonna come kidnap me and like 
I remember after I got home from my mission, my grandma, because my grandma was like invested in that case. That was oh, the one that she followed yeah. religiously, like prayed. I mean, I think we all like I threw a couple prayers prayed. up for Oh, absolutely. Like I totally know. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma prayed for her it's every crazy single too Every single prayer. That was before social media, but that was everywhere. Like I remember oh, seeing yeah. flyers for it and billboards. Yes, like all sorts of stuff. It yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And so my grandma was and like my uncles, one of my uncles went and like helped with the search, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, my grandma bought like all the books that have been written about Elizabeth Smart, from okay. Elizabeth Smart, all that stuff. Yeah. So I read her story uh-huh. after I got home from my mission while I was living at my grandma's house, which was like they like she like references like streets. One of them is Tomahawk Drive. Oh my and I was gosh. like, that is up the street. Like I could walk there. Yeah, that's and I'm so like, crazy. I'm sorry. This is that's like way too close to home. Yeah. And it was insane. And I also like, okay, so I had nightmares real bad as a child. Especially and they started after Elizabeth's mind. Like I okay. was terrified. Yeah. And I had nightmares like every single night. And it's funny because like my parents will still talk about it because they were like, we knew when you would have a nightmare because we could hear the thud from you like jumping out of your bed and oh. then like the like up the stairs and oh. then like running into their room and like jumping yeah. into their bed. And my dad was like, and I would just like grab you and your heart would just be beating a million pa- oh, that's like, miles so a minute. Sad. The thing about that's funny about it is that I memorized how many stairs were up <laughs> in my parents' stairs. Cause I was like, if I count them, then I can like go up them faster yeah and and i can i can like double stairs so i only have to do seven if i if yeah. i go up double uh-huh. i also can like run through my parents house with my eyes closed like and make it to their room because case. i yeah. know know the route yeah like it is ingrained in my, in my yeah. memory and one of my sister-in-laws <laughs> was like when we were moving in she was like oh just so you know the stairs have four, there's 14 stairs like for when you're carrying stuff down. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I know. I know how many you're stairs like, there are. Oh. And trust me, if anybody needed to know how many stairs are in my parents' stairs, it's yeah. 14. 14. <laughs> and if you do two, it's seven. seven. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, like just the things the I mean that yeah, like, that happens in your little brains when you're yeah. thinking that Crazy. you're gonna be the next Elizabeth Smart. But. Well, and the other thing that's crazy about that, again, going back to the my story. So my sister and I, this was probably like a couple of months ago we were talking about this. Apparently, my sister was also terrified she was going to get kidnapped. I had no idea. I thought I was the only <laughs> one. But um, she was like, yeah, I was reading her story. And there was like a portion of the, of like that experience where they like went down the I-15 corridor and went to Vegas from Salt Lake. Mm. So they passed through Mesquite, which means right there. It was he a very come and real got you. possibility. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. that's no. crazy. Yeah. I just, I just, I cannot, I, I yeah. like, I don't know. I feel so bad for her. 
I know that she's oh, doing yeah. really well now and she's like healing and happy and whatever, but I'm like that. Like, thank goodness, but. Yeah, but like the amount of trauma that it gave me and I was like oh, not yeah. even and it was... like related. Yeah. I, I just can't even imagine. No, I can't, can't imagine. No. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, that was a yeah, good way to that. like wrap it all up with the. Uh, yeah. Scandals, man. They talking are. about, yeah. They're Wild. <laughs> Their collective um, trauma. <laughs> yeah, for reals, though. Town trauma reals. as a whole. <laughs> uh, well, be sure to follow us on Instagram. That was like a really weird. Podcast. What's the word I'm looking for? We don't it's talk late. about these scandals on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> we kidding. could. We don't. But. Uh, yeah. Crypt TV podcast. That's where you get all of the updates links and you can kind of get to know us a little bit better which is fun and that's where you can submit your stories yeah we post submission links on mondays so check back on mondays if you like have a story that you are like oh i want to share it for the next time so check there and if it's not there check the highlights we leave them there um don't forget to rate and review thanks for being here things yeah yeah if you haven't subscribed yet please do so yeah. So you can we'll stay up you next week because we got lots of fun things coming. Okay. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Crib Commute Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be alerted when new episodes air. And be sure to rate and review so more commuters can find us. Follow us on Instagram at Crib Commute Podcast. You can also check out the show notes from each episode at cribcommutepodcast.com. Until our next commute. Chat soon.